Check two, check one, check two. Test, test. Test, test, one, two. All right, same time. I think we about got it, so test, 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 test. Sounds even. Yeah, that sounds even. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm really glad that we're done with Maymate. Yeah, right? I'm I really, mean, this has been fucking painful. I'm really, really glad that we're done with Maymate. Whose fucking idea was this? Um, Yeah, it was yours, yeah, motherfucker. Was Don't even try to say it was mine. <laughs> I get no creative say-so in this show, so fuck you. When you start participating more, you will have some more creative say-so. No, I won't. You keep saying that. I could participate all, and you would say, fuck you, and you're all, day, all my ideas. Why? Because court runs barter town all right yeah that's true <laughs> fuck it let's just get this over we'll fucking do it fuck this this show will pollute listeners ears with foul language occasional sexually explicit content and more irony than is allowed for single episodes In the last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our Constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema PsyOps. Which exploits women and men alike to continue. Sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all demented deviants. Federal laws are being violated, and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill. The fact that society is becoming much more open now, uh, less repressed, and I think there's less need for cinema psyops. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a vain attempt to be loved. Living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to... Cinema PsyOps. It must be dizzying and exciting, but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag, sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain. Cinema PsyOps. Long may she sail. Hello and welcome to Cinema PsyOps. Once again, for the first time in a long time, back in the studio across from me is Matt. I'm no longer diseased. Well, well, physically, I mean, physically diseased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are, you are mentally, mentally ill. I'm, I'm, I'm still very ill. After May Mate, we were all very mentally disturbed. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I mean, come on. I have a feeling okay, like... Which would you rather do? Watch all these May Mate films again or go through your travel experience? this past weekend oh that's a close one <laughs> that's a real close one um no i would probably sit through all the mamate movies because overall i actually did enjoy most of them or most of parts of them uh-huh. and then for our final thoughts after this one we're gonna rank the ones that we did experience uh-huh. um, from like best to worst kind of deal um we'll we'll go from there and get that all squared away and figure it out somehow yeah uh, how that's gonna work yeah but yeah i mean as painful as this was we had a lot of really great discussions and people seem to really like the episodes that did listen to them really yeah wow we got a lot more feedback of people like you were really cracking us up on this nice all right so yeah it worked out pretty good um i actually we're gonna probably do may Mate next year there's more there's a shitload of Mate movies oh uh. 
Is there a film called Aliens that he can rip off? He's yeah. going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is, is there, there a, a film called Predator, Predator that he's going to rip off? He'll do it. I'm not saying that this movie rips off Predator, Matt, but, but this movie <laughs> rips off Predator. Oh, my God. Even down to a line. Kind of, but he doesn't yeah, quite say she, the line. She doesn't quite get it, but I noted it. In my, so we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend. This one was actually kind of fun, too. Not, no. quite as, not quite as much fun for me as Zombies the Beginning. That was a shitload of Listen, fun. how about this? I'm going to ruin it for you right now i'm going to ruin my list right now for everyone uh-huh. and give him all the scoop at the top of the show okay this will be my ranked worst really? film that really? i've been this whole thing yeah wow this one was worse than the other cannibal movie we watched for you mondo cannibal yeah wow yeah i want to know how the fuck that happened because at least in mondo cannibal you no, ha- no 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 don't tell me now uh, uh, we're uh, gonna take a little uh, break uh, here uh, 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 we're gonna play the legion podcast patreon ad we're gonna have a little bit of music that is something that i randomly selected because fuck i don't have songs about cannibals but i will say this we at least have a trailer this week because it's not just a sizzle reel nice so when we come back we will have the trailer for in the land of the cannibals aka land of death this will keep it quiet oh hi there i didn't see you you call me cutting a new show i'm bo ransdell and i'm one of the many creators you can find on legion podcasts i said quiet My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com, or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now... Back to the cutting room.
pretty much going to be the very end of Green Hell by the time I'm probably even done saying this phrase. Yeah. Because that song's a minute and 53 seconds, but they're always making references to a Green Hell or Green Inferno in these various Matei films. Uh-huh. Because in Cannibal Holocaust, the documentary that they're making, or faking, if yeah. you will, in, in Cannibal Holocaust, is referred to as the Green Inferno. Oh. And that movie title may sound familiar to you because the completely unoriginal Eli Roth, who can't even make his own cannibal movie, yeah. took that for his own name. Of course. Yeah. Because we don't want to bag on Eli Roth too much. I'll bag on Quentin Tarantino all day, but if we do that, that's just going to extend out the show of me bitching and complaining about Quentin Tarantino. I mean, you could probably, I don't know, bash Eli Roth as well. Yeah, but I really don't want to. Yeah, it's like he's been through enough. <laughs> <laughs> After all, he did direct the Green Inferno. Yeah, I mean, that's a good guy. <laughs> hasn't he suffered hasn't enough? he suffered enough indignities? Well, I know that there's at least one indignity that you haven't suffered just yet, Matt. What's that? This trailer. Oh, God. They were a rescue squad. They're right down to hell, you follow. Going down, folks. They had a mission to carry out. They knew they were alone. Don't land choppers and marshes. But they didn't know what they would find. Jesus Christ. Rabbits on the loose. An incredible adventure. In a fierce and hostile world If we don't stop a hemorrhage, he's gonna die This is the work of the demon that makes trophies out of men I'm gonna fucking cut your heart out Land of Death Well, they call it Land of Death Land of Death But that's not the title we have it under It's in the land of the cannibals In the land of the cannibals Shall I begin? I mean, it's the only way we're going to get May Mate over with faster Yeah, that's true All right, well, we start with a helicopter It flies over some natives eating some form of meat As it lands, it leads to our very first clip Oh, that's convenient May I see your credentials, please? Of course, sir You'll find they're all in order I have been asked to help you in your mission. But how I help you, I and only I decide. You what? It says here carte blanche. In this green hell, your white paper is useful only to wipe your ass with, Lieutenant. (laughs) Beer? No, all yours. Some beer tastes like snake piss. Soldiers of fortune, God help you. You have dreams about places like this at night. Not the border patrol. We don't have them. We leave them. We leave them day by day. And usually, we never make it out of here. We leave our bones behind instead. As far as I'm concerned, I'll do my best not to be of any trouble, Major. Our job is to reach the place where the army lost track of that previous expedition. You just go on doing your job, and we'll stay out of your hair. That sound good? It's a promise. How could I refuse? Senator Armstrong act his government to search for his daughter. His government told my government, and my government told me. Well, I can do only a little. A little. And above all, I cannot guarantee that you or your team will survive. Don't worry. We got thick skins. Come on, Lieutenant. I'll introduce you to Romero, your guy. He's the best. The very best. You're a lucky guy. Come on. Yeah. If you want to stay alive, you got to clean it better. Hey, Romero, this is Lieutenant Wilson. Lieutenant, pleased to meet you. Major Oliveira here tells me you're the best there is. So you're going to bring a bunch of your computers into the jungle, huh? Don't bet on it. You can afford to carry weapons, some medicines, your balls, and forget the rest. There's no need for it. I told that to your friends who disappeared. In there, you're carrying too much weight around. You, sir, have habits. 
in a few hours. We're trained for jungles and penguins, too. What we're thinking about is, is it possible we're going to find ourselves any survivors? Left my crystal ball at home. One thing is certain. Every man in this party runs a hell of a risk. Let's take a look at the prisoner. Come on. Strange guys, these Chappé. They're brave warriors. They don't back down before anyone, other than the people of the lake. The people of the lake? Yeah, yeah, pal, the Epesha. The tribe that no man has ever seen. Or let's say if anyone did, he never came back into town. Looks like a Sukuri Jurida. Tattoo of the sacred fire. <laughs> I see you've really done your homework, Lieutenant. Yeah, he's the son of an Oshi. So, daddy's a big muckamuck witch doctor, and son gets consecrated to the spirit of the jaguar. And that should explain his appearance so far out of his territory. I'm all ears. He was discovered eating human flesh along with several other men, all of his tribe. But the Chappé are not cannibals. So what does that signify? A sacred ceremony to please the gods and clean the forest lands of evil spirits. And in case you don't get the picture, that means us, John. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like we've watched that all before. You feel like you've heard that uh, that conversation before? That exact same speech delivered yeah. by the exact same guy. That was in Mondo Cannibal. Yeah, but not to the same soldiers that no, are in No, that this. was to the woman, uh, the woman dir- uh, yeah. reporter. Yeah. Is this a sequel to Mondo Cannibal? It can't be because all those people were dead. But this feels like he's trying to make it a sequel to another cannibal movie. No, no, no. He's not. Here's what it is. He is so uncreative that he's just (laughs) using the same lines in movies now. Maybe the script got jumbled up because this was shot back to back with that movie. Yeah, that's a possibility too. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling like when we watch Women's Prison Massacre, which by the way, I bought that Blu-ray for next year. Did you? Nice. We're going to be reminded a lot of what we've already seen. Yeah, in Women's Prison Massacre, I have a feeling that we're going to be reminded of everything in the Emmanuel uh, violence in a women's prison. Yeah. Anyway, they fly into the forest. Uh, They're not going to have any backup. The Sarge breaks down his crew a little bit, and uh, they get a two-minute warning, and it's time to jump into the the forest or the jungle. Uh, By the way, the wide shots of the actual helicopters, that is from Predator. That are the helicopter shots from Predator. That's what I was wondering. They yanked them right the fuck out. Awesome. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, They land, and they set camp. Uh, They actually talk to Lieutenant, who, even though he's heading this one up he's only ever seen two missions ever so that's super that also feels like they're making some kind of a reference to what happens in aliens where the guy's like on his second on his actual real drop but he's had so many simulated drops yeah i felt like that's what they were doing but i didn't know i mean it's a safe bet uh then the next day we get some jungle walk-in and i noted down jesus why is this needed why is this so fucking long because it's padding this Uh this film is so much padding yeah there's some argument about about the treatment of the prisoner uh, that they are bringing along with them, but uh, but like, why does this military guy even fucking care? He's supposed to be a prisoner. Yeah, it's, it just feels like it's dialogue for the sake of dialogue to pad out the film. And Much also, like us debating whether why this is even in the film is literally just to pad out we're our episode. Padding our episode. <laughs> but literally, every character changes positions at least five times in this film. The thing I was bitching about in Bondo Cannibal yeah. is happening again in this film. Everyone changes their fucking position like six different times and if we're talking sex that's awesome but when we're yeah. talking like moral standing that's not awesome what are you john Kerry with that flip-flop nah, no shit right <laughs> that's uh, timely that, that fucking yeah, reference right? that, holy shit a very outdated fucking political reference what, what made is by this, was this 2004 holy fuck <laughs> 
It sure feels like it's 1953 yeah. with the things that are going on. Right. Uh, they find a camp, and it seems to be the camp of their missing uh, their missing expedition they're looking for. Uh, they then see a leopard. They shoot and chase it, but then uh, Romero, who is the leader, the guy who's leading them or showing them around, their guy, uh, he trips over a corpse. Uh, he states the bones uh, make it seem like this is a Caucasian person. Uh, How do you know the Caucasian just by the bones? You and, don't. Unless you are fucking bones. Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> this is fucking movie Unless magic. you are Emily Dashnell's character in yeah. Bones, who goes by the name of Bones. Maybe if you are an actual scientist who studies this shit. Yeah, but like, unless you're Dr. Brennan or someone who absolutely knows how bone structure works, you can't just identify whether or not someone is Caucasian just exactly. by looking at their fucking skull. Yeah. Lord knows I've you, tried. So anyway, uh, they say that uh, he says from the teeth, he can tell it's the guide from the group that they're looking for. Well, that I can believe because he still has all of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> At uh, now they're back at camp, and Romero comments uh, from the prisoners' motions that they are now in his territory. His assistant comes by with a pig and starts butchering it. Then Romero uh, gets the kid high on some coke and then feeds him raw pigs. So that's a party, if I've ever heard of one. I mean, that's the kind of party I'm into. Yeah, right. I I would prefer the pig to be cooked. But uh, the next day, uh, Isaiah, the assistant, uh, can sense something and he needs to go check it out. While waiting, uh, the captive native strikes one of the soldiers and tries to run. They chase him into the jungle and we see more natives are waiting there. One soldier is hitting the arm with a dart. Uh, They're able to recapture their uh, their native that they had and then kill many of the others that were trying to get to him. Uh, The darts were tipped with some sort of poison that there is no... uh, 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 antidote for it's that Karari stuff they were mentioning in the yeah. land of the cannibals. Yeah, again. same thing. This so, is basically the same fucking movie, only it's a predator ripoff where the soldiers come in. Yeah, exactly. So Romero kills him, uh, and this pisses off one of the soldiers. Her name's Maria, but he says there's no other way to help him. Yeah. So why does Maria get so pissed off? Because the rest of the movie, all she's talking about is how she's going to kill every single one of them. She must have been really close to this particular soldier, fellow soldier. Maybe like they served together in a different war and shit like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yep. Uh, These are mercenaries. Well, yeah, because then she... Well, but they were soldiers at one point, so... Yeah, but so were mercenaries. Yeah, well, I know. Mercenaries are still soldiers. They're just soldiers for hire. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, those two, maybe maybe they served together and then left and became mercenaries together. Or maybe they were mercenaries together and that's where she fell in love with them. Maybe. Or maybe she wasn't in love with them. Maybe it was just another person that she could hang out with. Yeah. Well, anyway, she buries him and swears that she'll avenge him, so... This is where she becomes hateful. Yes. Well, next they come across a, another native who they state they can follow back to the actual camp. While they find him, he's punishing his unfaithful wife. He's taking like this rock that has like nails out of it or something. Or He grabbed a bunch of mud and piled yeah. up a bunch of rocks inside of it and then yeah. beat her with it. And then starts stabbing her. Direct ripoff. Direct ripoff of Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, yeah? Yes. Uh, well, then he guts her and then sends her off in a little canoe down the river <laughs> they follow him and that leads to our next clip it's a stupid plan you know you have to learn patience with him. at west point i guess you were you were a uno but the law the jungle i don't think was on the curriculum what you're up to is cruel we have weapons and men and ammunition we could easily take them by surprise strategy and tactics 301 huh they seem in a bad humor though 
You don't say. Did you expect a fancy dinner and fan dancers? <laughs> no. But I know about their behavior. This isn't normal. We blow them all to smithereens. Is that bad? More than ready for payback. You're there. Don't be nervous. So we have kind of an alien versus predator thing going on here, as in, is he ripping off aliens versus well, is, is, is he ripping, ripping off predator. predator? And I feel like this army military squad, he's just like, well, why bother rewriting anything? I'll just do aliens for their dialogue. Because that whole, like, I'm going to kill them all thing that she's doing yeah. feels very much like Vasquez from Aliens. Yeah. Until then, she starts pulling off dialogue that's Jesse, directly out that's of Jesse Predator. That's Jesse Ventura for Predator. Yeah, because she ain't got time to bleed. No, she ain't got time to bleed. Um, They bum rush uh and blow darts at isaiah's feet as like isaiah's like presenting their prisoner they have yeah also out of cannibal holocaust this whole sequence yeah and then they yeah yeah then they do it again and then they run away showing then romero states that shows them that they no longer consider them enemies and then the the troop can head into their village yeah because they turned their back on them they no longer consider them enemies which seems kind of horse shitty to me i know right uh they uh explore the village and as they're looking around they find a uh, young uh, woman wearing a watch as like a necklace also out of cannibal holocaust by the way yes and uh, romero tells the lieutenant just to leave that be um the elder of the place starts to freak out on them showing them skulls telling them he's trying to tell them romero states what happened to the other team and that it was terrible whatever it was guess what this is from uh, cannibal holocaust the guy come there's a there's like a guy who's supposed to communicate and he does the wailing and all of the screaming and everything but he said that somebody else passed through here and this was because of the other team what they were pointing out there and yeah. whatever it was was horrible and it's almost exactly the same thing as what happens in cannibal holocaust well it was basically like everything that you saw in mondo cannibal yeah is the background stuff of everything that happened in cannibal holocaust from the crew that was filming the stuff mm-hmm. and then a lot of the stuff that happens in this movie where they go looking for the missing person yeah here is what happens when the guy goes in trying to find the footage for cannibal holocaust i gotcha so he ripped off cannibal holocaust but he had to spread it across two movies but at least in this one he throws in a smattering of predator ripoffs and a smattering of alien ripoffs which made me enjoy it a little bit more there you go yeah um isaiah shows all the uh, uh the entire tribe there a switchblade and they're all into that so then they accept them into the group guess what's that from what's that uh, that's cannibal, also cannibal, cannibal holocaust Holocaust. yeah uh it is dinner time now and the food is pretty much shit mixed with monkey testes so uh kind of yeah that that kind of feels like the sea from indiana jones when they're all eating monkey brains yeah yeah right yeah Yeah. uh the next day they are taken by kayak down the river while getting a drink isaiah finds three skin corpses hanging upside down gee what does that feel like to you uh cannibal holocaust probably no with some oh that's predator predator. that is predator yep one has was wearing a bracelet so yeah so basically they re- they replaced the predator with like a zillion fucking cannibals yeah spread across two different tribes oh there you go but the tribe that we're dealing with here are only cannibals when they're trying to cleanse the jungle from evil spirits yes which as we've heard in both of these films it's, is it's, the invading white folk yeah <laughs> is dumb stupid white folk uh let's see here there's more walking uh, of course because we need more walking and then there's some major trouble happening the film's got to be 90 minutes why 
can't they have like you know 75 of them Minutes. be walking yeah right uh they find one uh tribe surrounding a tree and they're burning like a lot of roughage below it smoking up the tree at this point a native girl falls out of the tree and they beat her to death and then carry her away some more of those george the animal steel slash captain caveman club yeah that exactly again uh they take her into a clearing where there are other uh, uh other people of their tribe they're devouring other people who they found um then the opposing tribe who i'm assuming is the one who was showing that our guests are are you know dumb white folk uh some <laughs> some compassion which is you know the number one thing you shouldn't do apparently with white people in history is show them compassion yeah anytime and welcome, they're settling and welcome, your... and welcome them into your home because they will fuck your life if up. they show up on your land you need to make sure that they leave otherwise your land then becomes their land yeah <laughs> so anyway then that yeah that opposing tribe shows up and then they start to square up and then romero sends the soldiers out to massacre the eaters uh, and that in and that happens to the enjoyment of the tribe who had taken them in so now it's like you hey, think they would run away and be terrified of the loud banging noises that their guns make but i think maybe they're seeing them like their enemies fall and they're like hey well i also want to point out if you're a gun person or just someone who likes guns you're going to be extremely frustrated with how these soldiers are handling their weaponry yeah it's really horseshit. yeah they're firing it I'm, completely incorrectly i'm not even the biggest gun nut, gun guy you know i'm yeah. not like oh guns are everything yeah. but even i could watch this movie like suburb dude i could watch this movie and go yeah that's not how you're supposed to handle a gun also half the time when they're shooting their eyes are closed i want to really bring that up yes. their eyes are closed like that's, an awful i was gonna lot. get to that yeah and i don't know if you noticed this or not but every single automatic weapon that was fired sounded like a chain gun yeah it sounded like an m60 being fired off yeah yeah it actually had the sound of the chain in the background in a couple even, of scenes even romero's rifle has yeah. that sound yeah yeah because magically his rifle goes from just regular rifle to machine gun by the end of the movie yeah yeah, yeah. and the leader of the squad is actually handling his weapon like holding it out straight and flat like he's going to hand it to another soldier yeah like walking through the jungle like just with it out in front of him and i've never seen anyone who knows how to handle a gun hold a gun like that well and in big time and this is probably because you know he robbed predator and all that big time in the 80s it was really in for like in all the military movies or any guys shooting a machine gun especially in the 80s movies that they're holding it way down low by the, like their waist and that's where they fired the gun from yeah to be able to absorb some of the recoil and control but, it yeah. i mean it's always up uh, anybody would tell you up on shoulders is where you're supposed to be doing that usually yes yeah and so all these guys are shooting like uzis or anything else that shooting from the hip is supposed to be a badass thing and it goes all the way yeah. back to the rifleman it's supposed to when make- shooting from the hip made sense because you cocked it against you held yeah. it against your hip so you could cock it easier but it fire. made it made them all like that was in the 80s i just always remember seeing that like oh, whether yeah. it's lethal weapon or fucking predator or just any movie where it's a soldier with a gun they all fucking like rambo they all held their guns on their hips and sh- fired them and i'm like that's not any way at all of how you fire a fucking gun like that the other one that i really love too was watching the guy with the machine gun who's supposed to be a trained soldier point the actual gun butt and all as far from his body as he possibly can and sweeping across firing it and the firing of the gun doesn't even rock his hands in any way shape or form and i suppose if you want to talk in movie magic way mm-hmm. it was a way for them not to cover up 
up the actors' faces when they were doing this. Maybe. Nowadays, they kind of have found new camera shots. So now, like, they hold guns a little bit more appropriately in some movies. They have a lot people of who are trained to show you how it would properly yeah. be done. Yes. And, I, and I also think they have different camera angles they could work with now where they can get different emotions off a face with a gun covering half of it. But yeah. I really think that that's part of me really thinks that was one of the big reasons why in the 80s it's like, well, we can't have the gun covering up his face. You're missing th- all the emotion. I think it's because too many people watched The Rifleman in their youth that and then be- decided they needed to do that in the 80s. That could be too. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so watch it. So if you're into guns at all, you're going to watch these, uh, you know, these guys handle their guns and you're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, it may make you stop the film more than anything <laughs> else being bad in this. The entire time I watch it, it's like, you know, literally if they were doing that, it should really be like stormtroopers at this point they should have hit a thing like there should be no natives shot right now and if they're soldiers why the fuck are they not doing controlled bursts exactly three round fire suppression man it's a rocker switch for a fucking reason on those things yeah i mean what the fuck and you know uh the lieutenant has like a grenade launcher on his gun Uh he never used it not once not once you know why he has that grenade launcher on his gun because they had that predator predator. yeah (laughs) but they didn't use it because you know why what they couldn't afford it yeah yeah. They had one explosion, and they needed to do an aliens ripoff. For oh it. yeah, exactly. When they're back at the uh, the village, the lieutenant doesn't think the tribe trusts them yet, and that actually leads to our next clip. Managed to learn a thing from these episodes. Only this lighter doesn't tell a shit, and it's all I could come up with. Uh, could I say something, sir? Go ahead, Sergeant. It's obvious these natives really mistrust us. There's got to be a reason. They're hiding something. We got to get through to them, sir. Bueno, chicos, sí, and. I've got the way to do it here. Don't talk stupid, little lady. I want to hold on to my skin. Let's try an experiment in native psychology. Oh, man, what's all this psychology bullshit you're coming out with? For Christ's sake. All these guys want is a well-stoked fire to roast you on. No spices, basting, or marinade. Just chow down. Put down the weapons, friends, and listen. We're going out there bare-ass naked, just like this. I'll start out, but later on, there'll be no exceptions. Not one. Crazy bastard. Crazy bastard. <laughs> so anyway, this dialogue is significantly worse. Yeah. I cut out so many dead Can spots I, in the Yeah, in this. I know. Can was, I make you guess? What? The whole thing about getting naked to get the tribe's trust? Uh-huh. Cannibal Holocaust? Yes, but he doesn't declare it. He just goes and does it as a way. Yeah. And but he, I mean, I just... he actually gets 100% naked. Oh, uh, wow. And then he's out there, yeah. And there's one thing about this film that's definitely much, much worse than fucking Mondo Cannibal, the one that we just watched uh-huh. not too long ago. There is a significantly larger amount of naked kids running around in this movie. There really is, and it's uncomfortable as fuck. Yeah. and it's disproportionately naked girls full-fledged yeah. dude like younger and that's fucking wrong way wrong even in the wide shots i'm like dude stop no. it what happened this is not cool matey do i have to turn myself in no this is not no. your fault no all right, all right. yeah all right uh, anyway romero gets in the water and some of the n- natives join him and they love it and then they lead them to a shrine of corpses and they are explained to that is what is left of the ex- expedition team except for Sarah Armstrong, the one who they're actually, you know, really looking for. Yes. Uh, as they talk about finding her body, uh, a rival uh, tribesman is strung up, and it's going to be feast time, apparently. Yeah, they have to eat their enemy, which is the actual record of cannibalism. It's to gain your enemy's power that you would eat his heart 
harder or something along those lines. Yeah, you eat my heart, the only thing you're going to get is high cholesterol and probably an early grave. I wouldn't eat your heart. Yes. I wouldn't eat a lot. I mean, you're going to have to do a lot of time cutting off fat. <laughs> and no one has that kind of time. <laughs> Especially the one lady in this movie. She ain't got time for that. She ain't got time for that. Uh, at night, there is a celebration. And as they're all kind of dancing around, a tall and almost nude Sarah comes out dancing. Uh, I'm going to say it now. Thank you, movie. Sure. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That's uh, <laughs> wasn't not... wasn't she in the other movie though? Wasn't I think she, so. she was the camera woman from the other movie? Yeah, yeah, the one that I was suspecting whether or not she had you know any kind of breast augmentation of some sort. Well, she definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she definitely did, and it looks great. <laughs> It looks great. I'm, I'm happy for her. <laughs> that outfit was kind of interesting, I will yeah. say. Yeah, 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 it was. Uh, anyway, the, um, Romero states that uh, she is now being seen as their sex goddess. And if they try to take her, it will be all out war. And that she is pretty well all drugged up. I'm pretty sure that this is slave to the cannibal god they're ripping off here. I've never, I've never heard it's, of that. I can't. There's like so many of these fucking cannibal movies that I've seen that they get mixed together together yeah but there's a cannibal movie where a woman who is blonde becomes like this goddess to the cannibals because for whatever reason she is blonde and they've never seen that before so they think that there's something magical about her there's like two or three of them that have that kind of thing featured in it yeah and i can't remember off the top of my head or not but i think it's slave of the cannibal god because i think that's the one that had ursula anderson and i can see where they would mistake her for a goddess at least mm-hmm. hello all right well they tried to draw up a plan and that is our next Next clip. Please, Lieutenant, I'd make contact with high command, you know? One or two helicopters, ten or twelve highly trained men inside them, our heads stay on our necks, and you take the girl back home. That's impossible. It'd raise hell among the diplomats. In Brazil, the natives are protected. Let me know what you decide, gent. In the meantime, I'll get some shut-eye. Hey, this might work. In the morning, we pretend to say goodbye and leave the village, but we don't move very far out. Then we pick our time, jump out, and blow these bastards all to hell. After all, that's what we're trying to do. Best idea I've heard in centuries, except for one little minus. Explain. There are six of us, okay? And over a hundred of them. You saw the effect the Karari had on Smith. Well, even if we get a bunch of them, we'd be dead within 20 seconds. Not with this antidote, Mr. Courage. We have to take them by surprise. Disorient them. How do we do that? I have an idea. A little fire, perhaps? We'll have barbecued sacks. Si, una tormenta de fuego. Only one thing, though. We have to avoid a bloodbath. All right. Yes, that wasn't a hiccup in the clip. Yes, I did take out a word. Yes, I know that that may not be more offensive, but the fact that they're talking about natives in such a way just wasn't right to me, so I had to remove it. Yeah, good job. It bugged me in the last episode, even though no one actually talked about it. And I mean, do I really feel that like a remote cannibal tribe that has not, you know, been communicative to the outside world will ever hear this and be offended about being referred to as that? No, but... You know, I'm just saying with some of our fans, they're dedicated enough that they might learn how to to, you know, be experts in the safari. <laughs> to go traveling just traveling to play our episode. Just to play this episode. <laughs> and then further on, explain what that word means and how it's used. Screen the film yeah. and then show them our episode. Yeah, and then teach them our language as well. <laughs> so they understand everything? Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of work. I that's... don't think anybody's that dedicated to anything. I don't know, man. Have you seen some of the memes they post? I'm just saying. <laughs> 
it doesn't translate. They're not going to go all gorillas in the mist for this. I don't know, man. I just sometimes I wonder about Darren. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, anyway, they later on the, uh, the I don't know if it's that night or the next night, but they attack. Uh, they um, they take the natives by surprise by lighting fires and shooting kind of wildly in the sky as they're trying to you know limit the amount of death they actually give out. Um, the lieutenant accidentally knocks Sarah out when she actually tries to attack him. Um, was it an accident or did he pop her one just to lay her out so he could drag her off yeah, without he, much fight? He thought it was just somebody coming up behind him. So he felt that instinct and tried to hit because when he saw her fall, he was kind of shocked by it. Uh, anyway, uh, while they're looking to, for a way to escape, uh, there's a native in a tree that Maria sees. And as one of those, as the sergeant talks to Maria, he says, you're bleeding. Were you hurt? And uh, she uses pretty much the, I ain't got time to bleed line. Now it's changed up, but it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's something along the lines of, I will bleed later. There is not time for that now. Yeah. They did no the- time, or no, she actually says, I have no time for that shit. Yeah, something along those lines. But they did a couple of different things where I'm like, when that line hit, I'm like, okay, there's a line that they need to rip off by the end of this movie, and they need to deliver it like it is in Predator, or I'm going to be super pissed. All right, I missed that line then. Yeah, I'll, when we get there, I'll show you. Yeah, you'll yeah. have to show me, because I missed that. Um, let's see. Um, so they contact, and they find out the chopper can't land, as it's too dangerous. Romero wants to just leave the girl behind. He states that's the only way out. And, of course, the lieutenant won't hear of it. So then Romero talks to uh, Isaiah, who says the only way out will be to cross the rapids, which may kill them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the, and then they do this weird scene where, because the captain and Romero, or lieutenant and Romero have been fighting, and Romero tells the lieutenant to look behind him, and the lieutenant does, and Romero kills a scorpion that's on his back, saving him. You know where that's from? Uh, that is also from Predator, isn't it? Yeah. Turn yeah. around, turn around, turn around. Turn around. Uh, isn't it that a snake? No, it in, was it uh, was a scorpion in that too. Oh, is I that do a, believe. also a scorpion? Okay. But it was the leader that was played by Carl Weathers. Yeah, and he was he was kind of having some issues with the only other black guy in the platoon. Yeah. And he's the one that tells him to turn around. And then he's the one that plops the For knife. Some reason ahead of my ID in mind, it was a Schwarzenegger and the snake he had to grab and kill both his bare hands. That's because you fantasize about Schwarzenegger grabbing snakes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> They even rip off the vine shit later on in the movie, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Sorry to jump ahead of that. Uh, so anyway, the next day, Sarah is still fighting them, but uh, they push on as they're trying to escape. Uh, then we cut to the natives are getting ready for the hunt. Uh, Romero states that all the tribes will now be looking for Sarah because they're all going to want the, the sex goddess with them. So, well, yeah, yeah, uh, there it's, it's battle time. Uh, the soldiers are able to hold off uh, the numerous tribes, but they just keep on coming. Uh, they decide they need to jump off a waterfall and the Sarge says he'll draw their attention and then they'll meet up uh, with them later and while well, after they all jump. So one by one they all jump off and the Sarge is kind of running around the forest. Uh, his bag gets hit by an arrow uh, so he ditches the bag. I'm like I probably wouldn't have ditched the bag that seems like armor now. Well it did go all the way through the bag into his back a little bit. Yeah. But he should have pulled the arrow out and then kept the bag to at least slow down shots from behind. Exactly. Yeah. Well anyway um, he as he's running around he gets tripped up and 
he falls down a hill. As he looks up, he is surrounded uh, by a tribe and is then gutted and killed. So, sorry. By the phallic-shaped knife rock thing from earlier when the guy was uh, avenging his uh, wife cheating on him. Dishonorable wife. Yeah, his wife, quote-unquote, dishonoring. So then the lieutenant tries to reach base, and that is our next clip. Red 1. Red 1. WX4. I must get pickup, okay? Red 1. Copy that. WX4. Repeat, Red 1. Pickup request denied, WX4. You're too far away from the designated area. Head for alternate rendezvous site 6. Next contact at 1000 hours. Roger, Red 1. We'll be marching for alternate area 6. Filthy bastards. They can't pick up in this area. We push on a little, Romero. For the brass, you're all pawns. Pawns are sacrificable. So it's a risk you accept as you enlist. Soldiers know it. Not fair, though. It's as though you were a thing or some lamb to be slaughtered. I can't stand this place. They don't land choppers in marshes. What are you thinking about right now? I'm scared. <laughs> oh, come on, Isaiah. I know nothing in the world frightens you. Crowds of men there. Every man a cannibal. Our company is dead. What's with your fearless scout? It seems that he's losing control. I mean, we're the army with guns and ammunition. You just don't want to understand, do you? Those surround us, Lieutenant. One of us is dead, and who knows about cameras? And they're looking for all the rest. We've been riding for hours in this miserable jungle. I have the sensation we're doing nothing but walking in circles. Isaiah feels we're within a couple of hours of the river, Lieutenant. Once we're there, it'll be child's play to reach the new rendezvous point. Okay, I got a serious issue with the guy who is supposed to be the learned scholar who knows the jungle and these tribes and their customs. Yeah. Referring to them as a term that an ignorant person would use against them. Well, because, and here's your flip-flop, because he's not that great of a dude. No. Yeah. He's not even very good at what he does for knowing their customs. Like, they don't even explain how he knows all this stuff other than he's a tracker. But, like, if you're going to make him a racist anthropologist kind of character, set it up that way to where he already is disparaging about their customs even though he knows what they are. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you had that in the 50s all the goddamn time in any of these kind of movies that did something similar. But guess what? They didn't have that in Predator and Aliens, so (laughs) it wasn't going to be in this film either. Yeah, I was waiting for him to, like, stare at somebody and be like, you are one ugly motherfucker. Yeah, right. (laughs) Turn around, turn around. So, wait, uh, why do I have to say this in an Austrian accent? I haven't been speaking an Austrian accent this whole film. Do not question me, just do it! All right, all right, all right. I imagine that would be Bruno Mattei's like directing style yeah, yeah. <laughs> whenever someone asks him why they're doing this. Uh, Isaiah is then bitten by a snake. Uh, they try to drain the wound, but Isaiah says to cut it off. Romero does so, cutting off the leg, and then tries to cauterize the wound. Would Ow. they reuse that fucking footage of the same guy getting his leg cauterized from the other movie? It sure felt like they did. Yeah, it might have. Because it seemed like, I, I mean, it's been like two weeks since we saw that other one. Yeah. For three weeks now. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, anyway, the poison still got to Isaiah and he dies anyway. That night they can hear movement. Uh, they also, the lieutenant, lieutenant, it's a real hard on for burying people. He wants everyone to have a proper burial. Well, yeah. Got a hard on for that. <laughs> when you're stuck in the jungle, you know, the jungle surrounded by hundreds and hundreds of people who want you dead. Mm-hmm. May not worry so much about the people who, you know, are already fucking dead dead i don't know what his thing for burying people is yeah my heart on is in the other direction i know digging them up uh-huh mm-hmm. <laughs> uh anyway uh that night they can hear all 
this movement, and they shoot a flare and see a bunch of the natives run off. Kruger, <laughs> you know where they got that from? Uh, no. The last movie, and do you know where that last movie Mondo Cannibal stole it from? Uh, I'm going to guess Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, anyway, Kruger goes running off uh, and goes off on one, starts smacking it and killing it. Uh, or <laughs> it's a person. No, it's not. The reason I say it is because it's not a person. It's a pig. <laughs> So anyway, uh, they, they uh, head back uh, to the original campsite and find Isaiah's body is missing. And that leads to our next clip. There's nothing here but wild boar tracks. Those men managed to take away the body of Isaiah easy. Ah, but they didn't bother with the mujer. I wondered why. They took him because he was a corpse. That's the way they want to find us. The victims go one at a time. Talk, damn it. Tell me what you saw. Wasting your breath, wasting your time. Talk to me. Out of the trees like monkeys. They make no noise. Talk. Go on. They seem very much like ghosts. Just how they blended in the forest and Isaiah's body was lying there and they just, they just ripped out his heart. Sarah, Sarah, those are intent on murdering us all. Get the picture. That means including you. Got it. My God, what the hell are you doing? From now on, she'll cause no trouble. I guarantee it. Yeah, she'll cause no trouble. I guarantee it. All right. Uh, anyway, the tribe brings Isaiah back, and they start partying. Um, if by partying you mean cooking his corpse and eating it. Yes. I thought some of them should have gotten sick from the fact that he died of poison. That would have been hilarious. It would have transferred But here's another problem. You never really see any real cannibalism happen in this. Like, any, like, uh, scenes of, like, graphic killings, because yeah. and there's one of my problems with this movie. I see that, yeah. It doesn't really live up to a, a cannibal-type movie. It is more like an action movie because you don't see anything right. really hardcore yes you know all of that stuff went into the other movie they should have just reused yeah. feeding frenzies from the other movie exactly once you mutilate a body enough as long as the skin tone is relatively close enough we're not going to notice anyway yeah, agreed uh let's see uh more walking they find another body this time with a dog tag it turns out it's the sergeant i feel like they're taking the fucking ring to mordor with all this walking in this uh, film. right holy fuck uh sarah is covered in spiders and romero helps get them off. That are they was... spiders or are they a different kind of bug? No, that's a spider. It was funky looking, but yeah, it didn't look it like was. they were very dangerous because yeah. when they were sweeping the spider off of her bare arm, yeah. he misses it and it just kind of like, oh, whatever. whatever and I just dude. keep climbing. But again, what the fuck was this purpose for this scene? Oh, that's padding. Yeah. Oh, that's right. 100% spider silk padding. Thank you. Uh, so the lieutenant wants to bury the Sarge uh, and as they kind of fight about that. This guy's such a reverse court right while the lieutenant wants to bury the body um and he and romero uh fight about it sarah all of a sudden becomes completely and totally lucid out of nowhere and then updates them on their situation in our next clip there's something i should tell you go i have some information about the Epasha. the oshim wants you dead because you kidnapped the holy mirishorani according to their traditions the oshim has the spirit of mamaes and yuru paris they make him invincible if you kill the oshim that means our safety let's wait for him here and show he's killable. This is where they could have taken this movie and gone to a whole new level, right? Yeah. The Opishan is supposed to have some kind of supernatural power of some uh -huh. sort. Here's where you go full Predator ripoff, and he can be invisible. Yes. And he can hunt with cannibal weaponry, but he's at least invisible, and he can make it through the trees, and he actually does have and some superhuman power. covers themselves in mud, and then we go. Right. Like, do that. That would have been so fucking cool. Right? And the invisible effect would have been pretty easy to pull off. They just paint the guy with green screen. Yeah. 
and then fix it. And in even post. if you don't want to make him like totally invisible, like make him turn into a mist or something. Like like just when he stands there, and then all of a sudden like smoke just takes him, and then he becomes that, and then he can run like that. Or just have it say that he's invisible and shake a bunch of trees around that's supposed to be him running past. Yeah, something. You know, something, yeah. anything. Jesus wept. Anyway, while they're waiting for their uh, for the natives to come so they can ambush them, they have their uh, one of their final conversations, and in fact, that turns into our final clip. How come they'll be taking this trail? Because it's the only usable one in these parts. That's why. On April the 24th, we stopped at a mission on the River Kumei. Next on, they brought the cadaver of a priest in. It was dismembered, just in pieces. And then all the women gathered there. They all made the sign of the cross and mumbled words in some dialect that made no sense. Kapuba Felishka Kachalahomi Afei Afei Ruantarerui What it means in their dialect is this is the work of the demon that makes trophies out of men. We went upriver anyway. Everything happened so quickly. Tom, Henry, Beckett, Fred were killed, chopped to pieces and served up as a banquet. They spared me, though. They had never seen a woman with blonde hair before. All right. So then uh, Romero decides to check because they're all kind of, they can hear noises and they hear birds and Lieutenant's like, whatever. And I think Romero just has had enough and he goes out to check. As he looks, he is attacked in like in a surprise ambush, but he's able to hold them off. Uh, then we're under a full-blown attack. Maria gets stabbed in uh, Kruger sees the top guy who they need to kill and chases after him. The lieutenant follows, asking for Romero to make sure both the girls get out. The lieutenant finds Kruger and they see that the top guy and some of the other natives are on top of a hill. The lieutenant comes up with a plan that he will uh, crawl over, get behind them, and then force them into Kruger's area where Kruger can then shoot and kill him. Uh, as they... All of this is fucking the plan that they did with the predator when it was invisible yeah. and they all tried to flush it out into exactly. a trap and shit like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Kruger is crawling around, he is found and killed by a spear. Uh, the lieutenant, as he is run, uh, you know, sneaking around, finds Kruger dead. He sees a native in the trees and then starts shooting at it and then has his arm chopped off and then he is killed. So... That was kind of cool. The arm chopped off part was cool. And I love how he pulls the gun out with the other hand and he's just trying to fire and he's, yeah. he's taking out a few of them here and there. And they do make the cannibals seem like they're somewhat supernatural. Yeah. Because it takes quite a few bullets before he puts them down well and also they're uh, they they make them kind of fast like they, they know their environment better because a few yeah. of them where you think they're getting shot they're not they're just they're able to dodge the bullets and hide and ditch you know uh, play pro dodgeball over here from the bullets well if you can dodge a bullet you can dodge a ball that's true that's true we're gonna get these guys in vegas on the ocho <laughs> that's a bold move man i hope it works <laughs> out for you <laughs> hey listen if the one team can play diapers they can play the loincloth okay that's just the way it is Uh, anyway, as they're trying to escape, Maria demands that Romero and Sarah uh, escape and leave her behind. She's too injured and bleeding out. Uh, when Romero won't hear of it, and here's where now Romero all of a sudden switches and goes from the asshole doesn't care about anybody to not wanting to leave her behind. There's a reason for that. They need a line to be delivered. And it's the line that I was talking about that I wanted that you thought okay. you missed. Okay. Anyway, um, they she has grenades, so that's fine. Uh, so now here's where they stole from aliens. As the native uh, start to close in on Maria. She unplugs both grenades and blows up. 
So she had the one already unplugged, but then she decided to go for two. Yeah, I think she really wanted to get the job done. I guess, or maybe it was just so she could slam the grenades together whenever the rings were flying off. Yeah, and then you can, you know, maybe take more people out with a bigger explosion. But slamming them together doesn't make a bigger explosion, no. but two grenades will. I think that's just a thought they probably had. I think they just thought that that would look cool, and it just looks ridiculous and stupid. Yes. It looks like they think that grenades are set off by slamming them together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the escaping Romero and uh, Sarah, well, Romero's hit in the back with a arrow. He tells Sarah to run as the chopper is landing. So you, he Get went, to the chopper. Yeah, that was yeah. the line that he was supposed to do. He's like, you gotta go. The chopper is landing. Yeah, the chopper. Get but there. Get, get the, there. Get to the chopper. Yeah, but they didn't do it. I was no. waiting for a, Get to the chopper. Right? He is it's the only way out of here. She's able to board the <laughs> helicopter and then we get kind of a, a longer scene of him holding off natives as he's getting surrounded. He even uh, falls into water and I'm like, oh, cool. They're going to do the mud thing. Yeah. And that's how he's going to be able to hide because he'll blend into a surrounding. Yep. And then like, no, wait, there's five minutes left. We're not getting yeah. anything he, cool. He, he comes down to kind of his backs up against a, a wall, literally. He watches the chopper fly away as he is being surrounded. Roll credits. Oh, fucking weak sauce. Right? A lot of this is just super fucking weak sauce. <laughs> super, super fucking weak sauce. Super fucking weak sauce. However, I mean, I don't hate it as much as I hated Mondo Cannibal. Really? Yeah, so... See, I do hate it more okay. than I hate Mondo All Cannibal. Right, so my number five is Mondo Cannibal. So it was so marginal, but the reason I hate Mondo Cannibal more is it was a bigger, just straight Cannibal Holocaust ripoff with that stupid turd idea of 24-hour news cycle where he's trying to be making commentary about it. Yeah. So my number five for the one I like the least this time around, Mondo Cannibal. And mine is In the Land of Cannibals. Well, my number four is In the Land of Cannibals because the Predator ripoffs stuff made it at least enough fun and laughing at how bad the guns were done and everything i had at least fun watching this yeah i can tell you that i will probably watch in the land of cannibals again and laugh at it and have a good time my number four is probably going to be island of the living dead okay i can probably see where that would be less so yes. i'm kind of curious where <laughs> in the land of the cannibals is landing well, no, in the or, land or of where the Mondo Cannibal is oh, landing. Then, okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead with your number three. My number three is Island of the Living Dead. All right, so we can both talk about that now. Yes. Okay, because it was so ridiculous and so dumb and such a weird thing that happened. Like the back twenty minutes of this film, yeah, were enough to put it just above in the land of cannibals for me. Uh huh. And also the fact that it created the sequel, which is my number two, it really made me happy. So go ahead. Which is uh, all right. So number three for me will be Mondo Cannibal. Okay. Yes. I can kind of see that. I can't argue. Only because yeah. I, I thought it was, it was, they, they had a, the gore. They had a, at least the a little gore. gore was really fucking at good. At least a little gore. You yeah. know, it wasn't like the goriest thing I've ever seen, but at least there was something. Yeah. Well, and also you have not seen, you had not seen Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. So the fact that it was a giant ripoff. Exactly. Like it didn't and take away. And if I'm going to have to sit through like horrific acting and a horrific ripped off story, at least give me some gore to see. Or boobies. Like like, yeah. Mondo Cannibal had the most amount of boobs of the ones that we've reviewed so far yeah. that we've talked to. Or the ones that we've talked about so far in your list. So I can see where that pushed Mando, Mondo Cannibal up as well. Yes. Unfortunately, fake boobs are not enough for me. <laughs> well, you're wrong. Okay. My number.
number two is Zombies the Beginning. Zombies the Beginning. Okay. It is the second film that I enjoyed the absolute second most of this entire series because it was such a brazen ripoff of Aliens and it mixed up a bunch of other weird, cool ideas and found a way to make zombies work in an alien type platform. And I will never get over that arm ripping the baby out of that lady's gut and then the fetus thing just kind of hanging there. I don't know. It must have just been the right time in the right place, but that hit me so hard. I, so that was my number two. My number two is also Zombies the Beginning. Right on. So right, I, yeah. we know our number one is both yeah. women's violence in a women's prison. Violence in a women's prison. Before we go into why that one became our number one, do you mm. have anything you want to add to the Zombies the Beginning as to why? Uh, no, I, I liked once again, um, yeah, the, the going into the woman's stomach, you know, pulling that. Yeah. I thought the, so go- fucking gross. the gore factor was there uh, more than, in, uh, oh, the, the gore factor was tops in that movie out of all the movies we've watched in May Matei. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, there's that. It, it, and yeah, and it was fun. It was kind of stupid. In, yeah. But I think it allowed itself to be stupid. Like all the characters really overacted and all that I shit. I kind of wish we would have watched Zombies the Beginning last. Me too. We would have gone on on a somewhat of a high note. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I'll tell you what, of the two, I could watch In the Land of the Cannibals and Zombies the Beginning again. And the only reason Island of the Living Dead got bumped up is because that last 20 minutes I will watch again. I yeah. know for sure. I could watch uh, Zombies the Beginning again and I could watch um, um, Mondo Cannibal again. Wow. <laughs> I think I'd rather have you watch a good, well, there's no good cannibal but, films. Yeah, but, but one of the better, more classic ones. A, a better produced cannibal film. Well, yeah. I would probably too. I'm just saying out of, out of this list. You would watch that yeah. again. Okay. Okay. So then violence in a women's prison. I mean, Laura Jemsner, right? I mean, yeah, that's it. That's, that's the reason why Laura, Laura Jemsner. Jemsner. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. That's it. If you wanted to be something different, go fuck oh, yourself. The sequence in the solitary where she's getting attacked by the rats that were like spray, clearly spray painted black. Yeah. That was fucking creepy and terrifying. Yes. The fact that they pulled around the, when like that complete homophobic thing that they did to turn around with all the stuff that the doctor's talking about. Yeah. Whereas the guy is laying dying, he shows him compassion and care, yeah. which was completely unexpected for me for that kind of a film at the time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wonderful things to enjoy about it. Laura Jensen. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's the top thing. I to mean, enjoy. there's so many great things to enjoy about this film. Yeah, Laura Jensen. Right. So yeah, um, yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah. We're, we're on the same yeah, page. Laura same Jemser. page. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more going for violence in a women's prison. Laura Jemser. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't justify it anymore. No. No. I mean, no it's Laura Jemser. No matter what I'm trying to say to give me other reasons why Laura it's my Jemser. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> All right, so with that, Laura Jemser, we're going to take a last break. Laura Jemser. We're going to take another break here. We're going to play a promo for Laura Jemser. No, this, this whole flash. If five I promise you, been... Laura Jemser, next week, will you chill the fuck out? Yes. Okay, just hold it there. That okay. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo for another podcast. We're going to have a little bit of music that's befitting of something other than this fucking movie because fuck it. <laughs> No, no, the music will fit in some way, shape, or form. And more talk about Laura Jemsen. (laughs) When we come back, we will have some PSYOP news and more than likely more talk about Laura (laughs) Jemsen. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension of not only film and sound, but mind. A journey into an auditory movie review adventure that must be experienced to be believed. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Doomsday Clock. You can extract the Witch versus the Doomsday Clock podcast by either searching for WYCH on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. 
which, versus the Doomsday Clock, is a proud member of Legion Podcasts. So prepare yourself. The podcast ice is gonna break! This song is somewhat misogynistic. A little. I mean, <laughs> wow. Uh, I was just picking it because it said, eat your heart out. I probably should have listened to it first because I thought that would fit. Yeah. But I mean, the movie was also misogynistic, so I guess it fit that way too. Yeah, I think so. And it was racist. Yes. <laughs> so. Like all of all of May Matei has been pretty misogynistic and racist. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel very uncomfortable. Me too. There's only one thing to remedy this, Matt. What's that? Give me some psyop that never makes you feel better but okay we'll do it sometimes uh this is from uh Alan McPherson. Oh, that's our boy Alan. Yeah. Chef Al. Chef Al. Uh, Nova Scotia arbitrator says company was right to fire uniform member masturbating on the job. All cops are bumbling dummies. Holy Jesus. A company <laughs> is justified in firing a unionized employee for masturbating in a bathroom stall at work. A pulling labor arbitrator in Nova Scotia has it. ruled. Pulling it just to pull it. <laughs> Circle jerk. Circle jerk. The arbitrator concluded that the employer and aerospace firm operating hangers at the Halifax airport had just cause to terminate the employee because his colleagues could hear what he was doing. How Ooh, loud are you masturbating? Hey, what? How loud are you masturbating? Clip. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's Shut up. Are you talking about penises? I mean, but seriously, though. I mean, usually it's pretty loud. Yeah. Are you, are you a screamer? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm real angry about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, like you think you think that I'm like bound up or something. You're pulling, you're pulling that fucking taffy down there because you're all pissed off at it. I'm afraid sometimes I might have ripped it off my own body. Yeah, <laughs> this is why you can't have a robot arm. <laughs> yeah, it would be really bad if I were like Jax or uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Agent Coulson at the end of yeah. uh, <laughs> of Shield. Spoiler alert for people who haven't seen that. It'd be real bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and it caused embarrassment and distress in the workplace. The employee had also been warned about his behavior two years earlier. Hey, bro, I can't get it I up. mean, you can't just, you know, just hold off until it's time to go home. Vagina smells like dead body. Well, I mean, probably, depending on the time of day. It's the erection that counts. No, that's very true. And there's a lot of weighing around. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the employee in Uniform, his union, tried various unsuccessful arguments in their grievance, including a fear boner. that he had a disability of a sex addiction. It's going to uh. cost you some serious cost. I know from personal experience trying to use sex addiction addiction as an excuse doesn't work yeah yeah you got shot down a lot still yeah yeah <laughs> i mean when it comes to sex i'm almost always getting shot down <laughs> horse sex news yeah. <laughs> Uh, they also argued he had not been properly warned because managers were too embarrassed to directly tell him that the complaints were what the complaints were about and instead spoke in euphemisms about unusual noises. It's going to cost you some serious cock. Right. Just to you got to be up front. Like, court. shut up. Are you talking about penises? Hey, court, if you caught a, an employee masturbating, what would you do? Stop jerking off on the job. Clip. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for privacy reasons, the employee is not named in the ruling, which came down last week. America is a bunch of cunts. Oh, wait, this is up there. Uh, that That's okay. That's okay. Because you know what? His coworkers, if it's like any other workplace in the world, have already let the entire town know. Oh, yeah. It's all over social media. There's probably pictures of the guy kink shaming him for compulsively <laughs> masturbating. That's not kink shaming. I mean. But he's doing it at work. I mean, maybe that's his shit. Maybe that's his thing. Yeah, but that's not kink shaming. That's, you just can't do that. Dude, what if that's the only way you could get off? Is that work? Yeah. I mean, it's not me. I'm just saying. What if? <laughs> I don't know, man. You were looking at me like you were, you were really hurt that I said that <laughs> was it king shaming. Well, I mean, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You raised a good point. Better yeah. get a job with an office. I guess. Like, mm-hmm. But what if you have to do it in the john of where you then work? Don't, like, that's the don't only make way loud you... noises. I guess. I mean, you know, wear a muscle if you have to. I mean, get into gagging yourself. Yeah, maybe a ball gag. Clips. Yep. <laughs> That they just had a bukkake mouth part. It appears to be the first Canadian laborer case on the subject. Neither the company nor the union's representative have been able to find any case dealing with masturbation in the workplace, the ruling says. Your silicone penis budget is out of control. It Shoot will- some fucking ropes. Arbitrator Gus Richardson was asked to decide whether the act of loudly masturbating in a stall justified discipline and termination and whether a bathroom stall is a sufficiently private place. Let's jack it or something. Uh, That's the only way you're going to find out. Yeah, right. Quote on this point or something. uh, I accept that there is nothing illegal about masturbation. He wrote, he said the problem is employee violated uh, the privacy and sense of personal decorum of his coworkers and ignored warnings to stop. He instead conducted in a activity that he knew and certainly ought to have known would and did cause embarrassment and distress to his coworkers. Once they became aware that he was doing it in close proximity to them, the employee out and further degrade her by coming. Daughter. <laughs> I don't even remember saying that. Uh, <laughs> if you want to watch ass and eat popcorn. <laughs> Uh, the employee testified that he masturbated in one of four stalls in a hangar bathroom, but only when there was nobody in the stall next to him. Scout 
Master Lewis, no! He maintained that he never made noises and kept his phone on silent if he was watching videos, but the arbiter rejected that claim. Shooting a fucking hot load all over this dog. <laughs> that was well timed. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, Shoot some man. fucking ropes. Okay, clearly, if someone is complaining about it, you are not doing it quietly enough. No. Or privately enough. Yeah. And he's already admitting that he's watching porn on his phone to get it done. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you know he's one of those guys who thinks his headphones are plugged in, but they're not. Or he has it set to Bluetooth and is playing through the speakers in his desk. Yeah, right. And Instead everybody can his... hear the filthy fucking going he's on like, on his why, phone. Why can't I hear this? And he keeps trying to turn, turn it up, up and turn it up and turn it up. He's like, it's set to the Bluetooth headphone. Oh, fuck. It's the God, one that, in my desk. That's because, you know, we never had to worry about that when we were kids, but that has to be nowadays. Like, like every kid's nightmare. Well, I mean, it was safe to assume that if you heard a magazine page turning yeah. whenever a teenager was in the bathroom back in the day that you should probably step away. Yeah, well, that yeah, anytime any teenager back in the day said, I have to go use the bathroom, you step away. Because <laughs> magazine or not, it's just, you know, nothing's nothing you want to know about is happening in there. They're just combing their hair. That's why the water's running. I know, right? <laughs> We can joke about it now, but when you're a teenager, you're terrified that someone might ever find out. Horrific. I know. It's like, oh my God, they're going to know. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You had to find different ways. (laughs) Turn on the stereo. Why do I have a stereo in my bathroom? Shoot some fucking ropes. Yeah. Now we're just like constantly talking about it. Yeah. And well, it's almost like, you know, uh, you walk into any bathroom that, uh, you know, is centered around a teenage girl. It's like, why do you have to have 16 hairbrushes? Oh, wait. Why do they all have handles? I thought it was the variable speed shower heads. Yeah, that too. Yeah, you look. You, now, you know, if you walk into a woman's bathroom and they have like 16 different hairbrushes that all have like different level of handles. And then you look up and it has like a special shower head. I mean, you know where they're doing their business. Most teenage girls would just be clicking the mouse button, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you think, but you never know what they have to get into. Considering that I have never been a girl. Yeah. At least in this lifetime. Not that I believe in that shit, but like considering that that's never been a thing i guess i don't know exactly yeah, how I'm, I'm just going off an old david hill joke oh fair enough <laughs> i thought that was a little too clever to be yours yeah yeah no the old david tell joke goes he goes he, uh he talks about he goes so i walk in and you know and every or he talks about people catching you masturbating he goes you ever someone come in and catch you you know while you're masturbating or or you know for you ladies you come in and go why are you in the i thought you said you only had to take a bath why you have a uh uh Hairbrush handle sticking out of your cooch. I don't know. I was raised a house of men. <laughs> Ooh, is that me getting a metal rod shoved up my rectum? You know what, though? Yeah. If you can do it and you're not going to inconvenience anybody else, fuck it. Do it. Just do it. Just yeah. let's jack it or something. Why not, man? And however it takes to get you off, as long as you ain't hurting anybody else, just do it. Send them a psy-off jack-off party? Is that what you're tra- we're talking about here? No, but are you endorsing... Circle jerk! Circle yeah. jerk! I'm endorsing whatever people want to do that's not hurting other people. OMG, a jizz drinking game. <laughs> I have the most confused direction right now. No, I'm pretty sure why I have it. <laughs> I make money from my sex work. Yes, I do. Necrophilia can be overlooked. Yeah, I guess it can, really. I make I mean, money from my sex work. I have to know what show I'm on here. If, <laughs> if I say it can't be overlooked, then I'm said i get fired <laughs> but in all seriousness i'm not for the jerk-off party because that won't make me comfortable no okay see yeah i you know i'm feeling you like you have to attend a cinema side of jerk-off no, party my thing was i feel like you i would be really inadequate later after no i'm not watching it later <laughs> i have enough feelings of inadequacy micro penis time <laughs>
drop the humongous ball. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I think we've padded this out enough. It's gonna, I think so. I mean, once we cut out all the silences and stuff, it'll probably be like just an hour again anyway. So what's the matter? It's May Mate. We're coming up on some good shit, though. Like yeah. really quality episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we just tell them next week is Emmanuel and the Last Cannibals. Yes. Which is not much better of a director for no, that but film, it's but it's not Laura, Mate. It's, and it's Laura Jemsner. Laura Jemsner. So I'm yeah. just, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, <laughs> I, I can, I can spend a good 16 hours talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> and we will find more Laura Jemsner films for you eventually. I do promise that. Thank you. I mean, because I'll enjoy those too. Yeah, why not? <laughs> We're going to take our final break here. We're going to play the ending promo. We'll have a little bit of music that is befitting of In the Land of the Cannibals. And when we come back, we will close out this fucking show. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shade Cast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
Yeah. Dude. What? what? You you cut things out of clips. Uh-huh. But then you played this. E- yeah. Where's your moral compass at? Are you written you're written like a Matei character. Well, you're yeah. all over the fucking place. Yeah, that's the effect that this movie has had on me. I'm flip flopping <laughs> flip flopping on my own fucking you morality. Flip flopping motherfucker. Yeah. Just I'm a John Kerry of podcasting, yeah, I suppose. You really fucking are. I'm just gonna keep telling that joke till somebody finds it funny. Even I do. if that's me. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Old fucks like us. Yeah. People who actually remember what it was like when the Democrats botched their fucking thing all by themselves. Yeah, right. For an election. They didn't have help. Yeah, they didn't need the additional assistance from foreign governments. Uh, but if you would like to give us some additional assistance, even if you are a foreign government, you can find our main landing page, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. We have our Facebook group, Cinema Psyops, where if you don't answer the questions, you don't get in. Talking yeah. to you all, you goddamn Russian bots out there. Yeah, motherfuckers. And get it right. Even if you ask, even if one of the questions happens to be whether or not I should fire Matt and then you say, I don't know. I mean, you're at least answering it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if you can't tell me what network this podcast minute, what? is on. What? <laughs> but if you can't tell me what the fucking network this podcast is on when we say it all the time and two thirds of the promos that we play on this. Yeah, right. Are all Legion podcast promos. Come on, man. It's not like we're not sucking Legion off here. I mean, we certainly are trying. Yeah. We're just not getting paid for it. Nope. <laughs> Which means that we're not prostitutes, Matt. No, we're just sluts. <laughs> But we won't be shamed for it. No, we won't be. I'm proud. I think that's our new fucking logo. (laughs) We're sluts, but we won't be shamed for it. You can find me on Facebook where I am a slut for your likes. Court psyops. (laughs) You can find Matt on Facebook where he will ghost your ass even after you friend him, Matt Psyop. Yeah. You can email feedback to Matt, psyopmatt at gmail.com, which I've heard that some people have done and Matt is not checking it. I am. Oh, yeah? I I, I was going to talk to you about that, actually, after the show. Okay, good. Uh, So uh, it looks uh, like he did get at least one email we were talking yes. about. You can email feedback to court, cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com and tell him how much you would appreciate Matt responding to your emails. I will respond. I, I, I'm just checking on things, all right? <laughs> Everyone just calm the fuck down. You can tweet a couple of tweets to a couple of twats. I'm at court underscore psyop and he is at psyop Matt. You can slide some stuff into our DMs. Mm-hmm. You can link us to some hot Twitter photos. Mm-hmm. Or more appreciated is all of the love that I've been getting on our Instagram, or by ours, I mean mine. Yes. The Royal R. <laughs> Wait, isn't that a pirate? I don't know. I don't know. It's cinema underscore psyops, and I'm getting links to all sorts of Instagram models, and I greatly thank you all for doing that. Mm-hmm. I greatly appreciate it. And by the way, they all love the photos of my cats. Of course. <laughs> I guess some of them follow you back when you follow them, huh? and like every single one of them that has followed me back has loved the photos of my cats. Who doesn't love cats? I mean, people who hate cats? Probably. People that I don't want to be around. Of course. I mean, it's okay if you hate them. I just don't want to deal with you. Yeah, you're not you're not the kind of person we want to hang out with. <laughs> I got no segue to go for the end of this. No, I don't know what to do. There's no segue. <laughs> Let's go to the end. <laughs> no, that doesn't quite work. It doesn't work? Oh, no. oh, I'm not the king of segues over here, right? <laughs> well, if you happen to know who the king of segues is, <laughs> kick the fuck out of him. And this weekend, make it your bitch. <laughs>
complains about cannibals, and I don't want to get Boz any more speeding tickets, so no more cannibal corpse on the show. Uh, oh, is that what's <laughs> that causing? Yeah, yeah, Boz did fuck his life up. The documentary that they're making, or faking, if yeah. you will, in, in Cannibal Holocaust, is referred to as the Green Inferno. Oh. And that movie title may sound familiar to you because the completely unoriginal Eli Roth, who can't even make his own cannibal movie, yeah. took that for his own name. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> he was like, I want to be a movie DJ like Quentin Tarantino, but he sucks even worse at it. Just stick to acting. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. He was all right as the bear Jew. That's true. He was okay as the, as the bear Jew. When he wasn't talking, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. When he was just clubbing Nazis over just, the head with a baseball he, bat. Because he can look menacing <laughs> depending on the camera angle. Well, anyone can look menacing depending on the camera angle. It's true. I'm trying to give the guy a compliment, all right? Yeah, because we don't want to bag on Eli Roth too much. I'll bag on Quentin Tarantino all day, but if we do that, that's just going to extend out the show of me bitching and complaining about Quentin Tarantino. I mean, you could probably I don't know Bashy Lairatho as well. <laughs> yeah, but I really don't want to. Yeah, it's like he's been through enough. <laughs> <laughs> After all, he did direct the Green Inferno. Yeah, I mean, that's this guy hasn't did, he suffered hasn't enough? He suffered enough indignities. I have a feeling like when we watch Women's Prison Massacre, which, by the way, I bought that Blu-ray for next year. Did you? Nice. Yeah. We're we're going to be reminded a lot of what we've already seen. Yeah, in Women's Prison Massacre, I have a feeling that we're going to be reminded of everything in the Emmanuel uh, prison mm-hmm. movie that we yeah. just watched. I can't even remember the title. I can't remember the, the title either. But guess what? That was my number one favorite May Matei movie. Violence in a Women's Prison, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, just way to spoil everything for I, uh, I'm spoiling you my first and last picks. <laughs> where the middle of the pack goes is where all the suspense will not be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they fly into the floor. floor uh, oh, they fly into the forest. Uh, Romero, who is the leader, the guy who's leading them or showing them around. I think his first name is George, right? Yeah, probably. Their guy. Well, he's A. Romero. I don't know if he's George Romero, yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. A. Romero. A. Romero. Uh, How do you know the Caucasoid just by the bones? You and, don't. Unless you are fucking bones. Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> this is fucking movie Unless you magic. are Emily Dashnell's character in yeah. Bones, who goes by the name of Bones. Maybe if you are an actual scientist who studies this shit. Yeah, but like, unless you're Dr. Brennan or someone who absolutely knows how bone structure works, you can't just identify whether or not someone is a Caucasoid exactly. just by looking at their fucking skull. Yeah. Lord knows I've are tried. You- are you, calling, are you calling him a cockazoid? Cockazoid. Jesus. I guess that's right. I, I don't know. For some reason, that seems really offensive. Okay. Caucasian. Okay. That's... I'm going to put this shit at the end, and then I'm going to just plug in Caucasian so you can hear me say Caucasian. <laughs> you happy now? I mean, I don't I don't know. I wasn't, like, mad before. I was just wondering. <laughs> I'm fucking mad. I, okay. At Caucasians. Seems like you like to yell the word cock a lot. Well, better to have cock coming out of your mouth and in. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking personal preference. I'm not judging yeah. anybody. Or slut shaming. I would say, can we get back to the notes? Yeah. But this is way more fun. I know, right? Fuck. Uh, That's the kind of party I'm into. Yeah, right. I, I would mean, prefer the pig to be cooked, but... Yeah. Who's your pig guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a pig guy. You I just have, have a, a butcher guy? shop I go to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just good meats. Uh, oh, okay. You can't beat their meats. No, you can't. That's literally their no, slogan. No, that is a That's fun. a meat place in town, and they say, you can't beat our meats. There you go. Good job. I'm like, don't you fucking dare me. Who's your, who's your, who's your pig guy? Who's your pork guy? <laughs>
Uh, the captive native strikes one of the shold- uh, soldiers and tries to run. You mix up the word shoulder and shoulder, soldier soldiers a lot. A lot, yeah. yeah. Something that just happens when I'm reading really fast, trying to get through something painful. <laughs> <laughs> one reason why I'm not like giving any like military memorial speeches or anything. <laughs> wow, that would be bad. That would be bad, talking about a lot of sol- shoulders, shoulders that, that laid down that their, their lives. lives. <laughs> By the way, that joke's topical because it was just Memorial Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a bad flight I had then. Yeah. I would talk about it, but I think I would rather just watch this movie again. <laughs> Holy shit, it was bad. Uh, Seven screaming fucking babies on one fucking plane. Did you have any headphones? Yes. Okay. It didn't help. Really? Yes. I get the noise-canceling ones. Um, I had the earplug style, and I still heard the screaming fuckers through my earphone. Did you start playing death metal at full volume? I can barely hear you right now, so yes. <laughs> oh, man. It was bad. Well, at least once a month she's going to have to unless she's got some kind of injection to stop that. Well, maybe, you know. I'm not judging her if she does. I mean, yeah, I whatever. mean, it's her body. It's her choice. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I mean, as a cis white male, I have no right to tell anyone what to do with their body. That's right. Except for me. Yes, I could tell my body what to do. But it doesn't listen to it us. It never listens to me. <laughs> my body never listens to me. I keep yelling it to be in shape, and it doesn't do it. <laughs> you could do more than just yell at it for that. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> well. It's my choice. I don't want to do it. <laughs> it is your body. It is your choice. Uh, oh, man. We don't get eight letters. That seems to be trivializing a lot of things. Ah, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> no, what we're doing is the way that it's being handled by the people who are trying to take away the choice. That's right. We are. Anybody who listens to us for more than five minutes knows we are so which stance we're going. Yeah. yeah. We're pro-choice. I mean, all the way. That's the way that we were joking about that. Yes, yeah. But, I mean, you got to make light of situations. Yeah, because otherwise I'm a fucking ball. Yeah, I'll die. The number one thing you shouldn't do, apparently, with white people in history, is show them compassion. Yeah, anytime and welcome, they're settling, and welcome, it. and welcome them into your home because they will fuck your life if up. If they show up on your land, you need to make sure that they leave. Otherwise, your land then becomes their land. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel good about me or who I am. I mean, it's not my fault. My ancestors took it, but like, I'm not giving it back just because they did. Damn. I'm just saying. It's true, though. I know. I kind of like where I'm living right now. <laughs> I will gladly be okay with reparations if that ever comes to play. This is also true. But, I would be okay with that. But like it's at the point now where you're going to displace a hell of a lot more people than you're going to be Help. giving back. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, just, you know, around the world if if white people found your shores, it wasn't going to end well for you. Or if he shows up in your neighborhood and opens up a coffee shop, he's also doing the same thing. They just call it gentrification yeah, now, not colonialization. Yeah, if, if you see... That's when white people resettles land that he already settled. If you don't see a lot of white people around your neighborhood and all of a sudden one shows up wearing a stocking cap in July, you're going to have problems, okay? You're going <laughs> to want to fight flannel. that. Yeah. In a flannel, in, in a stocking jeans, cap. Yeah. Skinny jeans sucked into fucking, co- like, not combat boots, but, like, logger boots. Yes, and and it's, and it's like, 105 degrees outside. You're going to, you're about to have a problem, okay? You're about to have a coffee shop and a boutique on every corner, and you will no longer be able to afford your rent. No, no. In the coffee, can't even get regular coffee. It's going to be, you know, some fucked up form of coffee. You can't even just get coffee, you know, just regular, maybe a little bit of sugar and some creamer in it. It's a half a calf, a decaf, <laughs> extra most, foam. Most, mostly foam. It's mostly, mostly foam. foam. They're giving you a lot of foam. It's caffeinated foam. Yeah. Fuck, I hate hipsters. <laughs> 
<laughs> Whatever. How about this? I just hate people. I'm starting to get to that point in my life here. Welcome to where I've lived for the last 30 years of my really? life. Really? I used to think you were just like a shit, and, and now I'm like, no, I get it. <laughs> you used to think I was a shit for hating everybody all the time? Yeah. And now I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I was just a grumpy old man before being a grumpy old man was cool. Well, no, you were just a grumpy old man when you were a young man. Now that we're becoming, uh, I'm getting older, I'm getting grumpier now. No, I just, I'm a hate-filled piece of shit that just does not like anything. Yeah, I mean, you like three things in this world. And two of them are my cats, and the third is my wife. Yes, and that things. You like three beans. I'm sorry, beans. I love Your three. wife is not yeah. a thing. Neither are your cats. <laughs> I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. All right. Uh, anyway, so all this shit's fucked. Um, well, that wraps up the review. All this shit is fucked. <laughs> yeah, all this shit's fucked. Good God almighty. The opposing tribe shows up, and then they start to square up, and then Romero sends a shoulder set. Oh, my God, I almost did it again. You know what? I forgot what fucking clip we're on, so hang on a sec. Right. Three, two, one. He thought it was just somebody coming up behind him, so he felt that instinct and tried to hit, because when he saw her fall, he was kind of shocked by it. Either that or he's like, oh, my God, they really are fake. Yeah, right. They didn't even move. Oh, that was sexist. I'm oh. sorry. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm more sorry that I'm not sorry. Uh-huh. I'm more sorry I'm thinking about him again. <laughs> Um, well, for the right price and a whole lot of silicone, you could probably have them. Mm, wait, I don't know. What do you mean by that? However you want to take it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck this movie. What fuck the, what it's doing to what, me. What's, what's happening to the show? <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Fucking Matei. I can't do this. He'll draw their attention and then meet up with them later. He'll be the last one to jump. <clears throat> Hit that again. You got all gravelly. <clears throat> they. <clears throat> Hello. All right. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm taking another dick. And that should be her choice. It's her body. Yeah, but if you're in a relationship with somebody else and it's not specifically stated that you can go out and well, get no, more. Well, no, it's still wrong, but you, you shouldn't get to kill them for it. You just leave them, you know. We'll agree to disagree on this. Holy shit. <laughs> Murder for infidelity is a unisex thing. I think anyone would agree that it, if your partner cheats on them, you should be allowed to murder them. I don't think so. That seems a little excessive to me. Okay. Well, I let's see how you feel when you get cheated on. I I have been in the past like, with you know, other girlfriends. I didn't kill them. I just broke up with them. Did the adult thing and went on to live my best life. And yes, this is my best life. How sad is that? I lost. When I was cheated on, I went on and lived my best life by murdering the other person. Oh, God. And burying them in a shallow grave. <laughs> or dropping them down a mine shaft. Oh, my God. Who's your shallow grave guy? Me. That's how yep. I have these arms. Oh, see, that's that's cheap, man. That's good, good thinking. Do yeah. it. DIY. Do it yourself, my friend. It's actually DIY. Bury it yourself. Bury it yourself. There you go, my bro. Yeah. Just like sometimes your sex life when you're younger. Do it yourself. Either way, my sex life involves a pick and a shovel anyway, so. <laughs> it's a person. No, it's not. The reason I say it is because it's not a person. It's a pig. <laughs> Uh, Wait, so, so they're a cop, so they're not a person? No, the animal, the pig. Right, a cop. No, no, no. A cop is a person. <laughs> Wait, you're serious? Yeah. Oh. Police are people. <laughs> Oh, oh, wait. You're serious? I'm serious. But you said pigs aren't people. Police are people. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's move on. Let's move on. God damn it. God, you're on fire tonight. <laughs> that shit's really funny. You motherfucker.
And that is our next clip. Or, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me hit that again. I'm sorry. Um, no, no. Okay, hold on. Count in when you're ready. Just three, two. Segways over here, right? <laughs> well, if you happen to know who the king of segways is, <laughs> kick the fuck out of him and this weekend make it your bitch. Oh, fuck. That was awesome. That was the fucking best segue you've ever done. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Um, oh, it was great. Fuck you. That was good.